0: well hello everyone welcome to the galactic podcast i am lauren romo and with me as always is my cousin and fellow nerd andrew gutierrez what up what's going on what
1: up all right ang
0: what are we gonna talk about today well (laughs) we'll we'll talk about that in a minute but what's going on
1: (laughs) not much just kind of uh you know getting out of this blizzard yeah yeah we got hit with some snow that's for sure I like right. I'm on
0: Hoth. <laughs> we are. We do and live I on I need a tauntaun to like go to the grocery <laughs> store. Do. We do live on Hoth sometimes. In a good old state of the mitten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are a Star Wars podcast that discuss anything and everything within the galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. We talk about it. Andrea what up Lauren we are doing our Mando season one review the Mandalorian The Mandalorian um sorry so um we're not gonna do like an episode by episode breakdown I think we're just gonna do uh what we're gonna do is just give our overall thoughts we'll talk about maybe some favorite moments the directors that were in it actors um stuff that has come out because of the show things like that so let me ask you a quick question all right go ahead what's your question
1: Did you anticipate that this was going to be as big of a big deal that it is now?
0: I I will say yes, and the only reason I say that is because when I was at um, Celebration Chicago, yes, I like to bring that up all the time, (laughs) (laughs) because it's cool, I'm cool. Um, When I was at, again, when I was at the Mandalorian (laughs) panel, because I'm cool, um, you know, the stuff that they were talking about and we saw, I knew it was gonna be big. I really did. I yeah. I knew it was gonna be huge. I don't know if I knew it was gonna be this big. Like, not in the sense of just I knew Star Wars fans would like. Yeah. But it's more of a overall people are loving. Yeah. Like are, are now like fans. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't expect that. What about you? Did you expect? I didn't
1: it? expect that either. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just the other day, someone was I was on Facebook and someone was like, "What order should I watch Star Wars in? And do I need to watch Star Wars to watch The Mandalorian?" and or do it in it's just crazy to me that all of a sudden that people that weren't involved in it or didn't have it in in their um like past like vocabulary or yeah yeah, now they want it yeah all because of the the mandalorian and the child and the child yeah
0: so we'll get to that but that's a really good that's a really good question yeah i the only I mean, I knew it was going to be big with Star Wars, like within the fandom. Oh, yeah. Within knew, the fandom, hands I knew down. it was going to be huge. I mean, I knew it was going to be huge. Like I said, because of what they were showing at Celebration and then, you know, when they started showing clips and trailers, mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be big. But yeah, I didn't see this becoming like a, a huge phenomenon that it is
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, outside of the fandom, mm-hmm. you know, and it's literally because of The Child. It is. I mean... The Mandalorian is cool, and we're we're gonna dive into that. But like, that is the reason I think people are talking about it. Yeah. And kudos to Dave Filoni and John Favreau for doing that. So, all right. So the Mandalorian, whose real name was Din and uh, uh, Din Jar Jardrin, is that? I one? was I say Din Dejarn. Din Dejarn, I'll go with that. All right. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Fine by me. The Mandalorian. There we're, is a
1: jar in there. There is know, a jar. Just, there's a jar. J
0: A R I N. Uh, DJ A R N, whatever, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, the Mandalorian. Din. Din. Yeah, it was called Din. <laughs> Din. Um, so basically, season one is him uh, being hired to find and bring the child, also known as Baby Yoda. I like to call him Yodel. Um, bring him back to the client, who was played by Werner. Oh, let me get his name. Herzog. Herzog, yep. So um, he that was his um, first uh, first uh, bounty that he gets in episode one.
1: Well, he had a bounty before that, so you yeah. kind of got to see you know what, what he his was skill all set. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so that was so he gets hired to do this job to bring in the child to the client. Um, however, he becomes protective of the of the asset, as they as they call him too. And he decides to take uh, the child and not turn him into the, the client. Or, well, he did turn him into the client. He got him back. And he decides to keep, uh, keep seeing and protect the child. And as they go along, he does odd jobs to keep surviving. Um, and then eventually, and he meets some really cool characters along the way, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into. But eventually, the people who want the asset the asset, um, Which catch up to Which happened
1: to him. be um, Imperial.
0: Yep. They're all Imperial-based. Yep. Um, Ex-Imperials or whatever, yeah, yep. remnants yep. of. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they finally catch up to him, um, but with the help of his friends, these new characters that he met along the way. He is able to uh, keep the child safe, mm-hmm. and that is kind of where we leave season one, is him with the child and taking off. Um, but the last shot of, the, of season one is one of my favorite shots, and that is of John, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who is, plays Moth Gideon, mm-hmm. um, gets out of the, his TIE fighter, that is that had crashed, and what does he whip out, Andrea? Oh my God, a dark saber! The dark saber. Was not expecting that. That was awesome, and that's how you end season one. And I was like, "Where is season
1: two? I knew, What's going on?" I knew that morning you weren't working, and I texted <laughs> you and I said, "You have to watch it right when you get off." <laughs> and I did. Yeah,
0: because then I think I texted you. It was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, and saber. then I waited
1: like an hour, the and then all of a sudden you were like. Well, we can't really say what you said to me. I mean, we would yeah. get bleeped. Yeah. But it
0: yeah. was crazy nice. Darksaber was um, shown in season one. So so that's kind of the overall. Um that was the overall kind of plot synopsis of the first season. So, um, your overall thoughts on the show though. Um, anything stand out to you? Did you did you think they did a good job, kind of, you know, telling a good story overall? What What did you
1: think? Yeah, I uh, I do believe that uh, the story, each episode was very cohesive for having different directors. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that. There were some episodes that stood out more to me than others. Yep, I uh, I remember what What's the name of episode four? Um, episode four was Sanctuary. That was the Deborah Chow one, right? Yes. Debra, no, Deborah Chow did
0: three. Okay. One, two, three.
1: Three and seven. Three and
0: seven. Okay, yes. so
1: I remember when three ended, mm-hmm. and that was just huge with all those other Mandalorians that came out, and there was a battle at yes. the end. And then when it cuts to a black screen and you see directed by Deborah Chow, I was like, dude, of she, course, yeah, man, she it. She totally nailed it. And that nailed happened it. again in seven. It was yeah. huge. Seven was
0: ridiculous, too, as well, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um, you know, I think, he, I mean, for
0: me, first episode, which was directed by Dave Filoni. Um, great introduction.
1: Great. Oh, it was great introduction. He had a nice, good nostalgic feel to it a couple yep. times. Yeah. Um, yeah. It I was, thought both of his episodes did. Yeah.
0: The, yeah. Um, he's directed episode one and episode five. hmm. Um, five is, I'll be honest, five was probably my least favorite, but that's Okay.
1: I like that that they went back to
0: Tatooine, what it looked like. Yeah, the fact that they went back to that planet and all that. That was cool. I mean, a lot of nostalgic stuff in in that episode. Um, But yeah, I think overall for me, cool. um, I like the story of of this new character, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin. Um, I tweeted out um, and I said his backstory is already way better than Boba Fett's.
1: You know, I saw that you tweeted that, and then I was going to comment and disagree with you, but then I was like, I'm going to wait. <laughs> You're going to wait for this podcast? So you disagree with that? Uh, I Well, this is what I'll say. Okay. I would say Boba Fett's backstory is better, but okay. then it, it had the potential to be something amazing. If you think about, like, okay. the, the son of, you know, like, Clone, the whole clone army. The clone army. I get it. He sees his father murdered in front of him. Yeah. He becomes a bounty hunter and a leader of his own little group. Yeah. Um, it had the potential of being something big. Hmm. More than just, well, we don't really know too much that... You know his family. We know about what we know about Din Djarin is that his family was stuck in the middle of a battle with that was consumed mm-hmm. by battle droids. His family left him um, to Tried survive, to hide him, yeah. to hide him, to survive, and he was saved by Mandalorians. And the Death Watch. specifically The Death Watch, Death Watch and was which raised was cool. by Fauvins. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool, but the whole, I think Boba Fett's backstory. You like it better? I do. Weird, huh? Uh, I mean I I get that to a certain degree I just think for me
0: you know it's his introduction like you know when we meet Boba Fett in what was it Return of the Jedi really
1: Empire Strikes Back Well, yeah okay yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Empire Strikes Back and he's the one that follows Han and all that stuff
1: and that was just kind, was kind of cool I mean, it was yeah, cool he, but he looked cool and all that stuff
0: Um, But then obviously, like you said, prequels, we get to know a little bit more that his dad was the one that they were cloning from and all that stuff. I get it. I mean, I think that's cool. I know it is, but I, I still like this, this character, Din's backstory so far better because he basically came from like a situation where he, he really had nowhere else to go besides with the, with the Mandalorians, with Death Watch and he became this, you know, this great bounty hunter and all that stuff. And, you know, his, I liked how, like the little things for me, like how he was not always accepting of the droids. Yeah. Because that's who, you know, that's who killed his parents. Yeah. Were droids from the droid army. So, you know, I, I think his, his background to me is already more, is more interesting than Boba
1: Fett's for me. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. Denz has a little bit more of, like, a human quality to it. That's fair. You feel a little bit, you know, that he has a little bit more, like, sympathy and um, he's more caring. Yeah. You know, Boba Fett was kind of a jerk. Yeah. And a punk kid. I mean, and you look at Boba Fett with the Clone Wars, too. You get
0: those small glimpses of who he was.
1: But I would have Mm -hmm. liked to see, um, man, what if they battle at the end? Holy crap.
0: I mean, there's a, there's rumors that there's, we, that Boba's there. Like yeah. He's still, he
1: got out of the Sarlacc pit. So again, we'll episode five, that was the one where after that assassin was killed, there's mm-hmm. a figure that walks up to her, and that sound, that clanking sound, mm-hmm. is the same sound that you hear of Boba Fett and Empire Strikes Back. Yes. So there's rumors that it's going to be Boba Fett. In season two. I I could see it. I could see it. I for right now
0: I and I don't think it's been confirmed or denied or whatever but I still think that was uh Moff Gideon's character. I don't think so. No. Nope. You think it's still you think it was Boba? Yep. I mean that would be a cool that would be a cool standoff of Boba versus Din. I that would be some cool stuff. But
1: what would they be fighting over, really? I mean,
0: maybe, maybe he needs to get the child. Maybe that's a bounty that he's working on. Who knows? Wow. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm just Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. <laughs> Hire me already, Lucasfilm <laughs> Story Group. Man. <laughs> All right. So, um, so let's let's go. So, any overall, uh, any last overall thoughts you had on the season? Any moments that kind of stood out for you overall?
1: Uh, I liked when he picked up his group of friends, you know, so, when, yeah. so uh, when he got IG-11, um, IG-88. IG Why do I never get those right? IG-11. 11. IG-11. 11, yeah. Um, Who's a cool character? I liked his character. Really great. Yeah. Um, and also Cara Dune, and yeah. he picked up Ugnulti, but it's not Ugnulti. What was his name? <laughs> um, Wheel. Cool. Cool, yeah. yeah. Like that. yeah. Um, I Love liked that. when he had, like, a little crew. Yeah. Carl yes. Weathers' character. Carl Weathers, too. That Loves, was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I, a lot of cool new characters were introduced. Um, I think the biggest and most talked about one is the child yes. itself. Baby Yoda. I call it Yodel, um, Has really swept, like we were just kind of talking about earlier, not just the Star Wars fandom, but, like, He's like a worldwide phenomenon. He is, like, popular. Yeah. <laughs> he is very popular. And I will say this. My, so um, my niece and nephew, they love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know a lot of other non-Star Wars fans that uh, know what it is and love it. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's crazy to, like, like, how impactful that character has been in a short amount of time. I know. You know, and, you know, they're starting to give out, you know, merchandise for him now, which is cool. So that's going to be flying off the shelves. 100%. I'm probably going to get a plushie. I need to get a plushie.
1: I need to build one. (laughs) I want to build the the (laughs) baby. You want to build the child. I want to build the baby. Now, do you think, um, right. well, well, I'm going to say that question for you. So remember on Christmas, we're all sitting down in the basement, like, eating, Uh and Alex shows up, my nephew shows up, Uh he comes jumping down the stairs, and we're all like, "Woo!" like, they're here, and he unzips his jacket, and he's got a baby Yoda shirt on. Everyone (laughs) went nuts. Like, that was so awesome to
0: me. I remember that. (laughs) That was cool.
1: (laughs) And uh, he did it on purpose, too. He was, like, superman it. This. Yeah, he did, yeah. It was, awesome. was awesome. awesome,
0: yeah. Uh, all right, so let's talk about directors. So first episode was uh, Dave Filoni. Um, second episode was uh, Rick... Fa- I don't even know how to say his last name. Rick Famoway. I <laughs> Sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, episode three was Deborah Chow. Episode four was Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep, which I loved. That was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Filoni did five. Um, Rick did six, and Deborah Chow did seven. And then Takiti Watiti. Yep, did the finale. So all good, um, all good episodes. I mean, really, there's moments in each episode that I think I liked. Um, I think I liked all of Deborah Chow's. Oh yeah. Most. Um, Filoni's were good too. I mean. Again, five was probably my least, whatever you want to take it for what it's worth. Wasn't my favorite, but I still like you said, there's cool stuff in it, like the um, It
1: felt honestly, it felt very George Lucasy and very prequelish. For, yes. Like the I acting totally was agree. a little questionable. Oh god yeah. Um that it one, was just one guy. it was just kind of like you felt like on edge watching it. And yeah. Not because it was suspenseful, but you were just kind of like, What is even going on? Yeah, here? it was it felt just kinda not thrown in there, but it felt it just
0: yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But um one of my favorites was episode six, um, when he went with the gang to get the um uh god what is the species called? The Twilight. Twilight, yep, Twilight. Um that was a cool episode when they went on to that um prison, floating prison. Yeah. That was a I, I like that episode a lot. And I loved how the so the cameos in that one was um, the guy that voiced Anakin for Clone Wars. Nice. He was the um, the officer in the in the on that droid ship. Yep. Yeah. And then I loved that towards the end the three X-wing pilots mm-hmm. were Dave Filoni, Deborah Trow, and the director Rick. Yeah, <laughs> that was so cool. That I freaked so cool. out. But again, that's because we know we're we're vested. We know who those people are. So seeing them. And those X leagues was, was. I really almost cool. expected
1: to see Dave Floney in a cowboy hat.
0: <laughs> that would have been, <laughs>
1: yeah. been funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those were, again, all great episodes. Who else was in that? What was the guy everybody was all jacked about? Ben Burr. Is that his name? Bill Burr. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. His character was really cool. Loved I didn't. Him. You know, it was funny. Is someone was uh, I was talking to someone. They were like, I didn't really like how they portrayed him as like kind of like a bitch. And I was like, I actually liked it because everybody was hyping him so hard, Mm -hmm. and he wasn't as badass as everybody was expecting him. He was pretty cool. He was pretty cool. That gun that popped up behind him was was dope.
0: Yeah, that was cool. That was cool
1: but uh, he uh, he had a hard time handling Mando.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. The mm-hmm. Mandalorian was a great character. Obviously, that is played, he is played by um, Pedro Pasquale, or at least voiced. And we see him in, mm-hmm. was the episode? The last episode when he actually takes the helmet off. Yeah.
1: My nephew uh, was like,
0: that's what he looks
1: like? <laughs> <laughs> that's him? Pedro like, Pascual. I don't know if he was like, expecting somebody different. Yeah, like a Chris Hemsworth or something <laughs> underneath there.
0: Hey, man, that's the Red Viper from uh, Game of Thrones. I, I know. Respect. I Respect.
1: Know. Oh, I know.
0: Respect. One of my faves. Yeah, he is one of my faves. Um, but I think if I if I read correctly, so I'm not sure if Pedro was in the outfit the like throughout the entire season. I don't think he
1: was. i heard he wasn't. But, I mean, what does that mean? Like sometimes a stunt double or a stunt corner or whatever yeah. was in there. What does that I mean? I, I don't think. I, to me, I don't think. I, it didn't. If. I mean, if. If. If
0: you knew that, and if that was the case, I don't care either way. He was voicing him, so that's all I really cared about. And it was cool to see his face, though, at that last episode. Yeah. And that was a great moment, too, between him and IG-11. Like, Oh, my God, That I was loved good it. stuff. Yeah, that was good stuff.
1: Um, I also liked how the Bacta healed him and not... Yeah, really that was cool. Yeah, I liked that, mm-hmm. too.
0: Um, Okay, but I one of my new favorite characters is Kara Doom, played by Gina Carano.
1: So cool.
0: Mm-hmm. B.A., all the way, loved it. Can't wait to see her in season two. Like, loved. Like, she was... That bar fight scene. Oh, yeah, that was cool. So cool. (laughs) That was cool. That was really good. Um, And then Carl Weathers. I liked his character. Grief Karga. Like, cool. He was kind of head of the, the guild. That particular, like, Bounty Hunter guild. Cool character. Looking to, you know, looking forward to more of him. And then, obviously... Uh, we talked about the uh, Giancarlo Esposito, one of my favorite actors. He played Gus in Breaking Bad. Loved right. him. He's great in this and he this. Is great in Even enough. for his, like, what, two? He was in two episodes? Episode and a half, really, because he didn't show up till later in seven ish. Yeah. Great, I mean, I can't wait to see what they do with him moving forward mm-hmm. in season two. Um, you know, and he has a darksaber. His character has a dark saber. How
1: did he get that?
0: I can't wait to find that whole story I out.
1: cannot wait. Because we so know- what do you think he took it, or there was a purge and he got it from Bo-Katan? Or so no? right, so the last we know from Rebels
0: is that Bo-Katan, because, so let's track this back. So Rebels, we know Maul had it. We know that because of Clone Wars. Maul has a darksaber.
1: Maul had it and then uh they find it in Rebels. Ezra Sabine. finds it in when he goes the Night Sisters. Yes. Where the Night
0: Sisters are. Darth Deathmere. Yeah. Yeah. So and then Sabine was with Sabine and Kanan were with him, so and she got it. He passed it on to her. Well, Kanan, so which is uh one of my favorite episodes in Rebels. Is when he uh you know, Kanan is teaching Sabine to wield the lights to wield that so cool. Oh, anyway, I can go on about that. Uh, but then we know in Reb, and then so we know later on Sabine gives it to Bo who is the sister of Satine, mm-hmm. who was the love interest of Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. So you know, now we have to figure out right, so what happened in between her getting it, and from this Moth Gideon character getting it. Because mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. That was, was such not. a crazy ending to the season. Oh my God, when it like
1: poked through the metal Oh, I was like, is that? And then yeah. it came through and I was like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, I did. Whoa, man, that was that was a that was a deep cut. <laughs>
1: that was so deep. And I
0: loved it because I, I remember talking to all my admin friends Um, we had like a separate Mandalorian chat where everybody was just like Dark saber, dark saber, dark saber. It's there. Like we see it in live action. That was cool. That was so. So you know, I loved it. First season's good. I think it sets up stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to what they're doing moving. You know, to season two. You know what what can be. So let's talk about season two predictions. What do you What are you thinking? What do you What do you expect?
1: Um. What I'm expecting is a little Baby Yoda drama. So again, okay. a little bit of him being captured, that being the conflict, them having to save save him, being chased basically. Being that that stresses me out, honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a meme which I love. It's like, um, <laughs> it's like uh, when you turn on the Mandalorian episode, where's the child? Yeah. Like
1: this. <laughs>
0: yeah. You just want to know where the baby is. Oh.
1: <laughs> Um, I do think that there eventually will be some sort of battle or standoff between Din Dajarn and Moff Gideon. Maybe Din gets the Darksaber. Ooh, that's, um, ooh I like that. That would be pretty sweet. Um,
0: you think we'll see more Mandalorians? You think he'll, we'll see, because so within the show, we know that there was a kind of Purge. group. Oh, okay. Right. There was a purge, right. We know of the purge mm-hmm. of the of Mandalore and Mandalorian and all of, of the Mandalorians. So there was a group of these um uh, these uh, Mandalorians that were hiding on the planet where the baby where the where the client was. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, they kind of have
0: to reestablish themselves somewhere. So at the yeah, in the last episode, you see the one um, the armor, the armor who was played by Swallows. Her, yes, Emily Swallows was the armor um, which was awesome. Very cool character looking hopefully we see her more. Uh, but she was forging all this um, all of the Mandalorian armor. From all the other Mandalorians that left, because after Djarin left and started trying to hide, they had to all move. Yeah. So she was melting all the all the armor, so they could use it obviously later on or whatnot. So um, she was a cool character. So I'm wondering if we will get any, um, if we'll see them. If you think we'll go back to Mandalore. You think we'll... Or I
1: think so. You think we'll go to Mandalore? Do well, you think we'll... the other thing... I don't know. The other thing I'm kind of predicting and hoping for is, uh, you know, when the armor speaks to him and says that, you know, now that the child is his family, it, it's his responsibility to go find his people, species. Yep. species. Um, and then he says, like, I'm supposed to go find some wizard. What did he say? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of rumors that the, the wizard could be Obi-Wan. No, not Obi Wan. Yeah. No, not Obi Wan. No, uh, um, Ahsoka or Luke. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of cool yeah. that we can we'll go see. into that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities I think, which within this series that we could see a lot of um, older characters that haven't been made haven't made it to the big screen. Yeah. Per se, but are are on Rebels and Clone Wars and all that stuff. That would be sweet. Um, but yeah, I think for me, season two, I think it's going to be maybe a little bit more of like him keeping the, keeping the child safe and protective. Um, I do see, like you're saying, eventually him and Moth Gideon will, uh, meet head on. That'd be sweet. Um, maybe like we kind of talked about earlier, maybe Boba Fett shows up. Maybe. Who knows? That'd be wild. Um, but I think like you just said though, so what the, the armorer. Said to him is either he can take him like, find his species, mm-hmm. or he has to keep him as a foundling and teach him. Can you
1: imagine Baby Yoda <laughs> and Manuarian?
0: No, I, I can't. I can't.
1: I've seen it. I mean, I've seen I've we've it. seen We've it, seen the, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Now,
0: dude. I don't think that's going to, it's not going to go that way. I, I mean, I could be totally wrong. I don't think it's going to go that
1: way. If it goes that route, you'll mean pretzel bites. That's fair. Okay, I will. <laughs>
0: I for me personally I think this is I think this is the place and the space where we will find out maybe Yoda species who they are where they're from a little bit I think that's this is where we'll get information okay I think that's where I think this is might be the I don't know if it's going to happen in the season but I think maybe we will learn a little bit about that species coming up yeah. that's that's my prediction Um, I do I'm with you I I think Boba Fett is I think he comes back yeah I think you don't have this type of show and as huge of a Mandalorian fan as Jon Favreau is Mm -hmm. because he voiced the guy from Clone Wars Mm -hmm. he's a huge 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 fan Boba Fett would make sense Mm -hmm. you know obviously they have to explain how he survived which whatever you can explain that and you know it's going to be fine Um, but the only thing that I think would hinder that is. I wonder if that having Boba show up would be too much, of like, you you know that character coming back would it overshadow this new character, you know I wonder if they would.
1: I don't know. I, I feel wonder like if they it would, would just do that. kind of accent him or
0: just it. I don't know. You think? Yeah. Be interesting. I mean, I would. I'd be down for a whole one on one battle. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, I, then I'm excited to see all these new characters and get new characters um, in in the next season to see like you're saying who maybe we see a maybe we see asoka. Maybe we see Sabine. Maybe we get mentions of them. I, I think we can I think that could happen for sure. I think again, this is a series and the place to do that is to, you know, and then I think Bo-Katan. I think she shows up. Yeah. I think um, I forget the actress's name who plays her. Uh, made a comment on Twitter uh, about it, but I, I think she so I think they show up. I think she shows up because of the whole Black Saber now. Yeah, you know. Black but, Or maybe we see it possibly flashback as to how, how got getting, lost yeah, and, and how he ate. and maybe or or again maybe she's trying to get it back from him too. So we'll yeah. see. I mean we'll craziness. See. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a you know there's a lot to go still. As far as where you know where where they can take this 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 series, it's endless possibilities, yeah, and again, all these cameos are have been so fun <laughs> I'm expecting to see a lot more uh cameos i mean who the two the two troopers Ugh. scout troopers were um Jason, what's his name? Jason Sudeikis was one of them, and I can't remember the other guy's name. I apologize. Adam, uh, Adam, Adam Pally, who was the one that was that hurt Baby Yoda. Uh, But
1: yeah, so it was so funny, like watching that with someone else watching that that part with someone else. Like my mom was watching it, Uh and right when I knew like they were about to punch Baby Yoda in the bag. Like, I looked over at my mom, and even my mom was like, aw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's sad. You know what? see it happen.
0: <laughs> Who hurts Baby Yoda? I mean, Yoda? just think
1: of how much he, Baby Yoda has affected it's crazy. everyone. And what's great it's about great. The Mandalorian is not only he has, like, this... Character that everybody can get behind. There's now like new Star Wars slogans, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. let's talk about that real quick. So I mean, I don't know how many times I've said this is the way to my kids, and they even say it back to me. I've heard heard people (gasps) say say it at work. I mean, that's crazy. Or even I have spoken. Yeah. You know, before all you really had was "May the Force be with you," and now you have these little slogans that. People are using, you know... In their everyday vernacular.
0: <laughs> it's I crazy. I can bring in crazy. warm or
1: I can bring in cold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just some great
0: Til our, stuff. Till our paths cross. I love that. Yeah. Between Kara and uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. <gasps> uh, but yeah, good point on that. Because again, that brings in more of an overall kind of... Fans. Yeah. 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 Audience. Yeah. I mean, and people just picking up on little pop cultural stuff like this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right, uh, any other season two predictions you you have or
1: can think of? What you're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to it being more than two seasons. I hope we get into a
0: season. I'm thinking three it will be, right? Four. Don't you think? I mean, I think it goes at least. Three, maybe four.
1: Yeah. I don't think, I mean, we're not going to
0: get like 10 seasons of it for sure.
1: I hope we get a little bit more Mandalorian culture and history just so that um, it's present in this series, not just... In this space, not just the cartoons.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think we'll get that. I think we'll get that for sure. That would be a good... I could see that maybe next season. Or at least you you keep... They keep talking about it. Yeah. Because that was a big thing in the season. I think the season was them talking about it
1: subtly... Like or the, the whole, like, why aren't they taking their helmets off? Mandalorians always took their helmets off, and blah, yeah, blah, blah. blah yeah, that. That, that is explained somewhere. I'll have to
0: I'll have to show you the video. I think um, Alex from um, Star Wars Explains, I think they, they, he does, him and Molly do a great job. If you guys don't follow them, follow them. He breaks down, like, literally anything canon, and it's it's insane. That's cool. Yeah, so, and I think they, they recently did do a whole, like, uh, Mandalorian history and all that stuff, so... I'll, I'll, I'll send you that link. Uh, all right. Any last thoughts? No. Nope. Before we do Ask the Gals? Ask yes, the Gals. All right. Let's jump to it. We are going to do Ask the Gals. Do, do, do. All right. So our friend, Benjamin Akers. What up? All right, Benjamin. His question is, if we were to get the story of a of of the previous uh, Force Dyad, I like this question already. Uh, if we were going to get a story of the previous Forced I what form would you like to see it in? A standalone film, book, comic, and who would you like to see tell the story? Ooh, you already know my answer.
1: No, give me your answer first. Ryan Johnson. Ryan- oh, yeah, Ryan Johnson.
0: Ryan Johnson, I want him to do this. Yeah. I want it in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> film. I want it on film. You want it film? Yep, I want it film. I want it film. I do. I think that they're, that whole, he's, A, he's great at that type of story, clearly. Yeah. Um, I want him to do another Star Wars movie. I think that would be awesome if he did that type of story of the previous Dyad connection. And maybe it's similar. Maybe it was a good, you know, uh, a Jedi and a, and a Sith. Like, what if we went down that road? Yeah. Like, way back. Like, you're talking thousands of years in this Force Dyad we'll find out was between a a jedi and a sith like mm-hmm. how crazy would that be that would be crazy i think it'd be cool what about you
1: um i would like a book i would like a novel. book all right i mean yeah. I, yeah i'd take that and i would like uh probably um claudia gray Ooh, just based off choice. of great choice um, great choice her writing in master and apprentice good, good choice i mean yes yeah. she's
0: she is probably one of the best um, writers out there for Star Wars. For Star Wars.
1: I mean, there, you have, you have there a lot. There are, you know, Kevin Scott is great. Yeah.
0: Um
1: uh, Golden is another good. Yep. Um, which we're going to talk about. Or... James Lucino. There are so many. Yeah, there's um, good. But I just, I, I love reading her books. Yeah. Yeah. It, She's great. It's really easy to just fall into them and yeah. really identify with the characters yeah. and it's great. Hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um our next question
1: comes from Ro Ro
0: Gosga from the Scare Podcast. Scuttlebutt, Scuttlebutt. butt. Um he asks, Can Star Wars survive without Jedi and Sith? No. Ooh, okay. Why not? Just because? Just because <laughs>
1: Um, just because they're the main representation of the dark and the light and the force. They gotta be there. They're just, it's gotta be there.
0: So, do you think
1: movies like, I mean, obviously Rogue One was huge. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously it was, it was connected. There were no Jedi. Okay. There were no Jedi. There was no Sith, but there was the force and it was okay, shown that's fair through. Yeah. Why am I losing my train of thought? What's his name? Um, the blind guy. Yeah, I, I
0: can't remember. I'm blanking on the character's name. Eh, whatever.
1: <laughs> cheer <laughs> it. So much. Yes, cheer it. Yes. Cheer it. Cheer it. Uh, so, you know, and the idea of the kyber crystal and, and the force behind that, that, you know, Jin's mom, like, gave to her and okay. and all of that. I think, so, can it survive without Jedi and Sith? I don't think so, because it can't survive without the Force.
0: That's a good point.
1: See, I, I, I'll i I'll, I'll semi-disagree because
0: I think it can survive without it. But I think I'll take what you're saying with the Force. I think if you keep the Force in there, mm-hmm. I don't think you have to have Jedi and Sith per se. I think if you keep the idea of the Force, though, within, like, I mean, Rogue One does it pretty good. Yeah. You know, it, they, it's more religion, more uh, stories, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I think you could pull it off. I think. It'd be tough. I mean, I don't think it'd be easy, per se. But, I mean, Rogue One was pretty successful at it.
1: I always come back to that moment in well, Rebels. Well, Rogue when, One, but... I always come back to that moment in Rebels when Kanan's like, I'm about to let everybody in on Uh-oh. this secret. And he pulls out the that. lightsaber, and they're like, he's a Jedi. Like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. like, yes, we're going to have Jedi in here. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair. I mean, no, I mean, really, Star Wars
0: is synonymous with Jedi and Sith. It's a very mm-hmm. important part of it, for sure. yeah. I, I still I think it can though I think it could I think you could get stories maybe not a film maybe not a, a theatrical movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I mean I think you do for not just fans but I think for an overall audience you have to have you have to have that in that type of space light side dark side yeah yeah but I think if you Disney Plus and all that like the Cassian they're probably not gonna get a lot of mm. Jedi Sith in there maybe. I mean, you might get mentions, but I think the whole
1: narrative, though... I mean,
0: just like the Mandalorian, their whole narrative has been pretty much...
1: If you ask me, I feel like the term Sith isn't really that well... Like, this is going to sound really weird. It's not that well known in Star Wars because it wasn't really mentioned in the original trilogy. There technically isn't a Sith in the sequel trilogy until... You get to True. Palpatine. Yeah. It was only very prominent in the prequels, so it was like in the original trilogy is more dark side, dark side, dark side, dark side. And they've
0: started kind of, if you think about, it, they started using those terms a lot lately, and just overall like canon, like yeah. light side, dark side. So yeah. I see what you're saying. That's a good point. That's mm-hmm. a very good point. Uh, good question, Ro. But yeah, yeah good question. All right. Uh, and then our last question comes from. The Star Wars Star Wars Podcast. Nice. And they asked, now that we are on the other side of TROS, where would you like the next slate of films to concentrate on timeline-wise in the Star Wars universe? Um, we kind of talked about this before. Um, I know there's rumors from um, making Star Wars, um, Jason Ward, and a couple other sites have said that we're going 300, 400 years pre-prequels and all that
1: which i'm i'm fine with mm-hmm. um i personally i feel like that's a little too close you think so because you know what the end is going to be you know the outcome you know that it's going to go into galactic war
0: so what so hey yeah, i see what you're saying i do we do know from the kylo ren comic issue two is that the high republic which was mentioned in that comic yeah. was a huge um they were collectors of they were huge it was a huge expansion yeah. time frame for jedi yeah so you know which is cool i'm i'm with that like mm-hmm. if you if you give me a couple movies of jedi kind of going to which it sounds like that's what we're going that's what we're going to go with is the unknown regions and exploring and expanding that's cool i'm for it i mm-hmm. i'm for it so i mean what what would I have liked though to be honest is go back farther. Yeah. Go to like the start of it. Yeah. With the Sith and the Jedi. Yeah. Like I would have loved that. I would have liked that. Like the whole like a huge huge like Sith versus Jedi battles, lightsabers all over the place. It sounds cheesy and sounds very like you know st- you know just fanfic whatever but been, it would have been cool. You could do a lot in the in the, I think what they call is the old the old republic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now one of the guys on Blast Points podcast, mm-hmm. love those guys. Yeah, good uh, stuff. was saying because kind of brought up the point of. In, in that timeline, mm. you kind of know what the outcome is going to be, right? It goes into full-scale, yeah. like, galactic war. war. Yeah. So he was saying it would be more impactful if you had smaller stories where you're just really concentrating okay. on conflicts on certain planets where they necessarily don't care about what's going on throughout the whole universe. Yeah. They are just in a struggle within their own planet, and that's... Like what needs to be in the forefront for them? I could see that happening yeah. within the High Republic because if they go
0: to the Outer Rim, right? They're exploring and maybe they stay on these maybe a couple planets, yeah. Uh, in our resolving conflict, that's not a bad idea. I can, yeah. I'm okay with that. Be I like cool. that too. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, good question, guys. Thank you. That's a really uh, good, good, good question. Uh, wrapping up on Mando. Any last thoughts? Anything you want to bring
1: up or? Uh, anything like that? I would say I'm gonna say that Mandalorian armor is the coolest armor in all of it, Star Wars. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. So <laughs> it, it is pretty
0: cool. And how the they forge and everything is pretty Yep. That is absolutely pretty cool. the best. It is very cool. Alright guys, thanks for listening on this Mando recap. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Galactic Pod. Uh, You can follow me, Lauren Romo, at
1: Loro Knows. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, at R2D Two-Step. And may that force be with you. Always. Always.
0: Hey, everyone. This is Lauren from the Galactic Podcast. A reminder to please like, subscribe, and share the podcast to all available social media. If you're looking for more geek content... Please visit DGTradeCo.com, that's D-G-T-R-A-D-E-C-O.com for all your nerd needs. And remember, the force will be with you, always.